W-H-A-S. Good Sunday morning, Pops. Color Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Hope you're having a good Sunday. We'll hopefully brighten it up and entertain you while educating you. Here in the studio, it's Kevin Disler in for Chuck Crosby. Kevin over at Pitt & Frank Attorneys. You can reach him anytime at 895-9900. Hey, good morning. Also, Chuck Crosby, who would normally be here at Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. From Home Team Inspection Services, Brad Lawler has the day off today. Who's the owner and master inspector? Andy Lazone is here in his place. Good to good, have you here. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Andy is also a regular. Does a great job, and all the folks at Home Team do a great job. They're veterans. They come in as a team and they knock it out and do a great job. So thank you for being here and thanks for your service. Also, my son Greg, who does a great job with our everything yes. marketing oh, and hiring, he's also, training he's so modest isn't he yeah. well, is it november already it is third yeah mm-hmm. like, you can reach me anytime on my cell phone three seven six five four eight three coming up are you ready for a disaster i know this sounds terrible but you never know what might be coming down the road here we've got nine things you can do now to prepare for emergency disaster preparedness let's go to the phones good morning bob sekolder Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Thomas. Yeah. We're buying a home and we've run across some problems. My agent has asked for my sellers to have all repairs done by a licensed contractor. The seller says they can do some of the repairs themselves, but won't use a licensed contractor. Should we pull out of the house? So let's talk first, Andy, uh, how important is it a, license, a licensed contract? Uh, I guess it depends upon the repairs. Um, one thing that I would uh, ask is, is you know, on the repair request, if they, if they stipulated to have a, you know, a licensed contractor uh, repair these certain items, then, and they, the seller agreed, well, agreed to that, but then doesn't want to, I think that that's an issue. Um but I think it just really just depends upon the repairs. I mean, honestly, we run a, run across you know quite a few repairs that need to be made. But really, I mean, most most handyman, um, if the seller is capable of making making repairs, then um, you know they can certainly do that. Um, I would if the seller does do repairs and not a licensed contractor. However, uh-huh. um, I would recommend having like a second ins- like a reinspection done on those repairs, make sure that they were done adequately. So, going to this question from Thomas, should he pull out based on the fact that the seller won't use a licensed uh, contract? I mean, it, I guess it depends upon well, once again yeah. the repairs and how much you love the house, and I mean all that all that to me comes in comes into play absolutely I mean, it's a tough question you know we we always yeah. we always talk on the lines of safety and structural right those are the right. big things so yeah. if, if you're worried about those then go after because there's obviously way more that can come up on a report than safety and structural there's going to yep. be lots of cosmetic leaky things, sinks things that exactly. could turn yep. into safety yep. issues but that could easily be handled by you or myself yep. definitely not kevin we know kevin's going to get somebody to take care of it guys, no. but yep. you know for the most part license qualified contractor to come out with a wrench and fix a like Kevin said a leaky sink, yeah, maybe not so easy to get somebody licensed because they're going to be busy with yep. bigger jobs. So pull out based off of that, maybe not pull out based off of um, a fence falling over and it may 
fall into the house, you may want somebody that's qualified in fencing or structure yeah, to come in. It's kind of like it's fact dependent, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 Well, well, I'll give you an example of this is one reason why it's it might be important as a seller to have a pre-inspection done yeah. before you put the home on the market. I'll give you an example. We, well, I was saying to very many I think it's a great idea. Do people actually very many do There's that? some. Okay. Yeah, I think smart yeah, enough. We've had, we've had several so yeah. far this summer, this uh, this spring and fall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'll just give you an example. Um, and this may be too technical for some people, but for many it's not. So let's say you have a home team or any inspection company come in and they identify that the polarity of an electrical outlet is reversed. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you wait until it's under contract and then the buyer asks for a licensed electrician, which is what they will do, yep. to do that job, reverse the polarity on one or more, uh, it's going to cost you, I, I, I'm thinking, 75 maybe per bucks per outlet to to reverse polarity? Uh, probably not that much. Okay. But, I mean, usually, I mean, you're going to pay usually, you know, 150 Bucks just to get the electrician to your house, yeah, <laughs> just right. to you get them get there. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, usually they have you know a two-hour minimum. Usually, um, it's not going to take them that long to fix reverse polarity. And honestly, yep. that's a once again that gets into that's a very easy fix it if is. you know what you're if doing. You know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but for, you know, it's typically flip the breaker off on that circuit. The, so we live in an amazing era the wires of basically YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Instructional yeah, yeah. videos. YouTube so you, for electrical repairs. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> minor stuff. If you knew about this before the home goes on yeah. the market and you get a contract uh, from a pre-inspection, then you make those repairs. Yeah. So it's, it's that type of thing that is a good idea if you're thinking about selling your home. Think about also doing a pre-inspection. Getting the, knocking out the easy stuff that you can do yourself and reducing problems later on. If you want to see and hear what sellers are saying about us, head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Segoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is Matt. We're yep. thinking about selling our house, and we've got a lot of stuff, and we were wondering if it's acceptable to a buyer to put it in the garage, or do we need to get a storage unit? Kevin, have you moved recently? No, not in a long while. Not in a while. So we have a lot of a lot of. I have daughters that I that move. Oh, oh, that you move? Yes, uh, quite a bit actually. So this is really a really good question for Andy to respond to because many sellers make the mistake of packing boxes Mm. and putting them against the walls in the garage. Explain what that does. Okay, um, we so as as the inspection process is going on, we want to be everything needs to be as accessible and visible as possible. Okay, so if um, unfortunately now I don't think that uh, Matt here is you know trying to be malicious in any way, but um, unfortunately some people in this world aren't uh, aren't as scru- aren't some as scrupulous. So um, some people will actually put a bunch of boxes or put a bunch of stored stored items over foundation cracks or they'll intentionally doing this intentionally doing this. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Or they will, um, uh, try to block access points, um, or Mm -hmm. try to block, uh, electrical panels that we can't get into those and whatnot. And, um, typically most home inspectors will not mess around with, uh, sellers, personal belongings. You know, if it's a thing, you know, a few boxes here and there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we might move that to get to the electrical panel uh-huh, or, uh-huh. or whatnot. But, um, typically whenever it comes to the inspection process, 
Um, you want to make sure everything is pulled away so that we can actually get to everything that we need to actually get to. That means closets need to be cleared out so we can get in the attics, we can get in the crawl spaces, you know. Um, yeah. So just so you know, folks, I've seen some of the access hatches in closets to get to the attic are so small. Yeah. I mean, if you're a big... In my house that way small it's a it's a closet it's very difficult there's no pull down ladder but Ooh. to get back to the question though yeah, real right. quick uh-huh. on on uh the just the prepping for selling and all that kind of stuff when you when you're moving boxes most people have them there's options you can put them in the storage room you can put them in the garage you put them in the closet so as we know andy's saying you know obviously we don't want to put them in the closets we want to leave things most as accessible as possible and i know bob we talk about and and for photography purposes as well the garage is probably the best place you can put it. You don't have to go get a storage room, but garages are garages. As long as you put them in the center of the garage. Center of the, each bay. Of each bay. Easy well, enough. Yeah. If, you, if you're okay with not parking your garage, your car in your garage, then you could put it as long as the walls are accessible. Any access things that need to be the, – the things are visible – Putting it in the center uh-huh. is going to take away from. It's not going to take away from me doing pictures in the house because generally everyone has a garage and we rarely ever, you know, photograph garages. We rarely ever photograph closets as well. But again, if you have important things, so to answer the question, do you need to get a storage unit if you got a lot, a lot of stuff and it's going to make your life easier to move it in one place and then get it out? Go for it. But is it necessary? Garage, garage works. Which brings me to the point that if you do have a lot of stuff and you need to move it. We have a moving truck that we offer to all of our clients free of charge. So it's a 15, 14 or 15 14 foot foot, automatic, great big box truck. So just know. I think you were gracious enough to allow me to do a daughter move in that at one time. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) It's served served many very well, including our own family and yours. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Amir. Yeah. I'm selling my home at this point. I just had it um, fix my air conditioning. The only thing that was a major issue, the gas was leaked. And uh, the contractor came in and they uh, came in and they said they fixed the leak. They found the leak, but the gas wasn't covered by insurance company. So I paid more than $1,000 to have the refill the brand new gas, and it's working perfectly fine. Okay. I'm not sure there was a question no. there, mm. but the <laughs> fact that there was he paid a thousand dollars. I guess there was more of a of a surprise, right? So he got yeah. the the HVAC. You just said the HVAC, yeah. included, So that's everything I mean, in there. It's so about the, disclosure because he said he was selling, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Okay. Yeah. The problem that uh, what we find is there are some home warranty companies. If you're under a home warranty company, they come out and they'll say it's not covered by the home warranty company. They'll cover putting in the new unit, but they won't put it. They won't cover uh, changing the ductwork that may have to attach to that. New Those unit. are additions, so and that's certain... standard. That's standard, and, then, well, and there are. Well, you yeah. have to know what your your yeah. coverage is. So, but uh, I think this is a learning lesson that uh, if you have a home warranty and they come out and they say, "Oh, it's not covered," it, there's a problem. I would call your agent who helped you buy or sell the house and ask them to get involved and ask to see if we can get a second opinion on it, because sometimes not all contractors are created equal. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got a, a problem right now, believe it or not, with our HVAC, the outside condenser unit. In fact, I my one of my outdoor, outdoor cameras picked up the noise of this unit running, and I, I uploaded it to a website and then sent it to Brad to look at, Brad Lawler. 
Yeah. And uh, he thinks, as I do, there's a bearing that was thrown. It makes a really loud noise. So I have a home warranty. In fact, I use Home Warranty of America because I'm not going to use something uh, um, unless I think that they're worth promoting on our show. So um, they're waiting within 24 hours. Uh, one of the service guys will call and we'll have them come out. But note, if for some reason there's a problem that there it's not covered, I'm going to go and ask to have someone else look at it and have a second opinion because I think that it's worth. Yeah, we had a home warranty company a few years ago. They were denying claims yeah. to the buyer. Really? And they were suggesting they were denying it because the seller didn't change the air filters often enough. Ooh. Well, but you sit there and think, how do they know how often the seller changed the air filters? <laughs> but it was it was just a quality company for the home warranty. Like you said, you, you've got a particular one that you work with. Right, yeah. But that's the main thing when you talk to your agent. They know who's good and who's who's not good. And just get a recommendation for a really good warranty company. What happened with that situation or the scenario that you've just painted? You have to scale it on up and usually get a, a formal letter from – from from an attorney, and there's different uh, departments with the state of Kentucky that, that regulate. Because clearly it's just someone with a manual, and they were just paid to say no. Because, again, when you really think about that, how in the world does the warranty company on the end of the line know how often the seller had changed their filters? Interesting. But, but that kind of goes, you, you were talking about getting a home inspection prior to listing. Yeah. Aren't there warranties that you can get in place right when you do the listing that continue over so you don't have that issue? Well, actually, we do that. We put in okay. place a uh, home warranty of America, home warranty running in the background of our sellers' homes. If they don't use it, it gets torn up. There's no fee, nothing. But if you need it, if something happens or if the buyer asks for a home warranty, we've got it running in the background that covers basically the mechanicals for a house. So, yeah, that's a, And that eliminates that opportunity about, well, did the seller mistreat the mechanical unit because it's covered from the seller and, and it yeah. continues on? I, I think another takeaway from what you just said that I think is really important is that before you call a service call to a home warranty company or even before you list your home and put it on the market and get a contract, change the air filters. Yeah. Is, is <laughs> yes, that a absolutely. tip off, by the way, when you go out to... You know, no, no. I mean, honestly, if we see if we see a clean, you know, clean air filter, um, a clean unit, that that to me, I mean, that those are all signs that the seller is actually taking care of their taking care of their property. Trust me, honestly, we know before we even walk into the house whether or not we're going to find a lot of stuff or this is going to be a good, clean, mm-hmm. easy inspection. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's landscaping, lighting that uh, Gray was talking about earlier. If you uh-huh. got mismatched lighting, it. We, yeah, lots of been doing. Yeah, yep, yep. Been doing this long enough to to know. Just pulling in, pulling into the driveway. You already know what's going to be what's going to be happening down the road. We should do a show on what to do to make your house look its best. Little things that you may not think of. So like, you think it should be yeah. like a, a smoke detector ordinance? Like we'll put in a new uh, air filter ordinance. Must replace? No, 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 uh, no, 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 not must an have, ordinance. No, we have I enough know, go- I know. government just, regulation already. No, I'm just simply <laughs> saying that we do that. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, are you ready? For a disaster, nine things you can do now to prepare for emergencies. That's coming up in the studio. We've got in for Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. We've got Master Inspector Andy, Andy Lazone. Also here, our buddy Kevin Disser from Pitt and Frank Attorneys. By the way, I should back up and tell you with Home Team, you can reach them at 357-0813. Kevin Disser, Pitt and Frank, 895-9900. And Kevin is in for uh, Chuck Crosby, who's got the day off. 
My son Greg is here. That's my name. That's it. And he is on Instagram. You can see it. Uh, we sell Louisville. And yep. you can reach me anytime, 376 5483. Uh, back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sikola of the Sikola team over at Remax Properties East. If we, uh, you want to get involved with our guaranteed sell program or instant offer program, there are never any extra fees. You can cancel at any time with those two programs, and you can reach me to talk more about it at 376-5483. Most of our sellers want to just let us list it and sell it for as much money and as quickly as possible. That's what we do. So give me a buzz at 3765483. In the studios, we continue to thank Kevin Disler, who's sitting in for Chuck Crosby. Kevin's over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Chuck Crosby over at the Crosby Law Offices is over at 499-6360. And then Brad Lawler is off today as well. He owns Home Team Inspection Service, the number one home team inspection service in the country. They hire veterans, and that's why Master Inspector Andy Lazone is here. And, Andy, uh, we thank you for your service, thank and you. thank you for being part of uh, Home Team. They're yeah, doing a great job. Me again. Son Greg is here as well. He does uh, all of our marketing and Instagram, and you can see some of the stuff he does at louisville3d.com. And you may or may not be ready for a disaster. We don't know when something is going to hit, right? I mean, it just, just yeah. could be hit and miss. So there's some things you can do to prepare for an emergency. So let's take a poll in here, guys, Let's of each of you as we go forward here. 
Uh, how much do you really know about the area you live in to be truly prepared for natural disasters? You need to assess things like uh, threat. Uh, do you live on natural fault line? Do any of you know whether we live on a natural fault well, we line? All, we all kind of yeah. do. It's the new mm-hmm. Madrid. Well, yeah. I, I actually said that once, and one of our listeners corrected me saying, no, we near, live near it, but not on it. So, well, yeah, I mean. There is a difference. It's more, it's more uh, I think it's more west. So here's the question like again. Green, Polling here I in think. the studio. How many of you raise your hand? How many of you have earthquake insurance on your home? Wow. All four of us have yeah. earthquake insurance. That we yeah. did a thing about it a while back and yeah. and um I think there was like a tr- it was a couple of years ago there's a tremor and my I talked to my insurance yeah. guy, we had a rider. It's not it's that dirt expensive. Cheap. It's, it's dirt cheap. cheap. Real cheap. Yeah. 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 So if you're listening and you don't have earthquake insurance, just a thought. Call your insurance agent and say, how much would it cost to put this on the house just as a safety and a backup? You want to make sure smartphone alerts are switched on so you can receive wireless emergency alerts. Uh, um, There's also a FEMA app, F-E-M-A, the FEMA app, for real-time alerts from the National Weather Service along with emergency preparedness. Boy, we come a long way when we stop and think. Remember, we used to have to have a radio that went off. Had right? to get under the desk with the nuclear bombs are coming in. Remember, Remember those? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Duck. Cover Duck your desk. Roll or something. <laughs> also, sit down with your kids. Kiss your you are too young. <laughs> sit down with your kids and create a family emergency plan. Yeah. In the event something happens. Yeah, I talked to my I talked to my two and a half year old about it all the time. Yeah, you know, you're, we did. Know about that emergency. <laughs> plan. Noah is too young for that yet. Uh, natural disasters can destroy important documents, family photos, and other precious mementos. So you want to get started scanning, digitizing, vital paperwork, and some stuff of sentimental value. And I, I did. I started that, and I've been doing this for a couple of years because we have a lot of mementos and things, uh, pictures of uh, Greg and his sisters, Ashley and Lawrence. So it's it's not easy to get through all this stuff, but there are companies that will do it for you. So mm-hmm. think about that. Um, I went and bought one of those scanners from one of the big box stores. wasn't necessarily the cheapest thing, but you're able to run the pictures through pretty quickly, and it did a good job doing it. While some natural disasters, for example, tornadoes and hurricanes may be covered by homeowners insurance, others, again, like earthquakes, flooding, are not. So check, in addition to earthquakes, check to see about flooding. You know, one issue that we've discussed, and I, you, you go out to a pretty good audience, subsidence insurance. You know, with around the Louisville Zoo, yeah. you had the big cavern open up. Mm. In southern Indiana, a, a couple actually died because part of the highway gave way. So in the last few years, you've had some subsidence issues. Is that covered? Can you get a... a Did the Corvette a Museum have that, you wonder? Yeah, the Corvette Museum. <laughs> but, but around the Louisville Zoo, I mean, that was a pretty yeah. good-sized hole that opened up in the yeah. ground. My uh, brother-in-law, Brad, came down to visit a couple of weeks ago, and he had stopped first. They were my sister and brother-in-law were down. They visited yeah. the Corvette Museum. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So there's a, there's a, real quick. There's a big misconception. I had thought, and he had thought as well, that when the the hole opened up and the cars fell in, that they had covered it over with a piece of glass so that you could still see the cars in the hole. No. Well, this was obviously an urban myth. You guys knew. I didn't. He thought as well. And no, they pulled the cars out yes. and put those cars back, and like there's like a little window, I think, or something. That to see how to see a hole, to see yeah. a little hole. But I was thought that'd be really cool because you could cover it up and see the. Yeah, I don't not know not the case. That. If you're well, going, still go. 
cool play. The reason so, we're up to that, it really is becoming yeah. prevalent even in this area. And I, I don't know if I'm covered. Do you know? I, I, have I don't think so. I don't know. I would assume I not. If I had to add the earthquake insurance, I'm assuming that yeah, subsidence is not in there as well. Yeah, I, I, we should check on it. That's yeah, a really should. good point. So all of us, they'll probably say it's a natural disaster. You're not covered, knowing the insurance. Yeah, the first response, not covered, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the obvious. <laughs> Something else you want to think about is starting an emergency fund. It's essential to put aside some savings to help you during and after a crisis. But there's much more to financial preparedness than just starting an emergency fund. So start thinking about putting money away, uh, also putting water away, putting food away, canned food that won't go bad. I think all that comes into play as well. Disaster-proof your house. Uh, you want to survive the natural, uh, a natural disaster, so prepare your home in advance. If you live in a hurricane area, which we don't, but tornadoes, yes, uh, seal openings and look into roof upgrades. Also, um, take a home inventory. This, I think, is so important. Uh, Sandy's son, Dane's in-laws, who live up in uh, Indianapolis area, the, uh, a lightning, they were out having dinner. A lightning bolt hit their gas line, and it blew up. I mean, the house blew up wow. from the gas line. Yeah. Totally gone. That moment, uh, we heard about that. I went home that night, and I shot pictures and put them online yep. on one of the online photo sites of everything. Have you done that, Kevin? I have not. Okay, no. so this – all right, I got your work cut out for you this afternoon on a Sunday. Uh, Andy, have you done this? Um, actually, yeah, I have. Good. Not recently, but I do need oh, to do it again. I, yeah. need to, I need to update it, but we talked about this, yeah. and I went and uh, – Yeah, yeah well, this is important. And then uh, practice self-care when you're preparing for disaster. Mental strength, inner kindness, and resilience can be just as important as physical precautions – uh, trigger the threats of disasters, trigger worst fears and lead to post-traumatic stress disorder and other conditions. Andy, I'm sure you're aware of this one for sure. Mm-hmm. So keep everyone safe, calm, and working together. Know how to take care of yourself and your loved ones in the event of an emergency. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Richard. Yeah. We're getting ready to sell my parents' home, and I didn't know if home inspections inspected the sewer drain going out to the street. Ooh. Hmm. Good question. Sometimes. Usually that is a uh, an additional service, though. Um, like, um, us personally, we do not. Right. Um, I mean, we run a lot of water throughout the, uh, throughout the property, um, uh, you know, Typically, that'll indicate, you know, if there's a if there's a large issue. Um, but we always recommend um, homes that are on slabs. Older um, older homes always have that uh, those uh, drain lines inspected. Me personally, whenever I was buying my first home, yeah, it was an older home built in the built in the '60s, had terracotta uh, main drain lines going out to the sewer. It was worth the peace of mind to to pay the plumber two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred dollars, whatever it was, to come out, scope the line because it had big trees out in the front yard. Just mm-hmm. want to make sure everything was kosher. Uh, in other parts of the country, they do require drain yeah. lines to be inspected. Mm. We have one final question, and this actually comes from an agent who is checking in with us. Hey, Bob, I have a buyer who had a contract to purchase a home and was able to move in early via pre-occupancy agreement, decided not to purchase the house. She's uh, left the furniture in the house and moved back to Texas and said that she wants her money back for the furniture and her $5,000 deposit for pre-occupancy and her $500 good faith deposit from the contract back. And 
the sellers are not going to give it back to her. And now the contract's expired. Any suggestions on this one, Kevin? This is a wow. tough legal issue. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In a minute, what would you say? Yeah, get to Ch- Chuck Crosby's number again was. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, pre-occupancy agreements. Everybody, No one wants to be inconvenienced. So you either have pre- or post-occupancy agreements. And a lot of these just blow up. So dangerous. Yeah, they are really dangerous, and you want to help people out. But you have situations where there, she is in your house. You've had other ones where they don't close and they won't get out of the house. Wow! And you got to go. Evict? You have to evict. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one quick caveat to this: I would tell you when you write for agents, when you write a poster pre, go to an attorney and have them write it. Definitely. Put some teeth in it to make sure you're covered. We're out right. of time, guys. Our thanks to uh, Andy Lazone, Master Inspector over at Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Home Team at 357-0813. Thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, thank nice you. Job. Also, my buddy Kevin Disser, Pitt and Frank, 895-9900, who was in for Chuck Crosby. And Chuck over at the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Son Greg, as always, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for everything you do with our team. And you can reach me anytime. I try to answer my phone day or night. Now, we need listings because we keep selling them. You can reach me at 376-5483. Have a great Sunday, folks. We hope to see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.